Hey everybody, it's Jody with our 10-minute daily devotional. Happy Tuesday. Um, I am having a good week so far. It is cold, but not too cold, so that is nice. Um, so I hope that everybody is um, having a good week as well. Um, I think today we're just going to jump in. Yesterday I spent so much time um, talking about the story of Elisha, and um, I'm going to try and finish up the covenant more quickly than we did with the story of the flood. I felt like that took so many weeks and I would love to kind of keep this moving a little bit. So hopefully um, we can get through it. We're doing 52 major stories of the Bible by Bill Muntz. And um, someone was just asking me about how to spell Bill Muntz's name. It's M-O-U-N-C-E. So um, if you want to look it up and kind of follow along, they have the, I just did a Google search and they have actually have the transcript online. So I want to say hi to Chandler and Tori and Deb. So good to see you guys. All right, so let's jump in. We are studying God's covenant and we are learning that there are two pieces to the covenant. Um, there's God's promise and then there is um, kind of what God made a conditional promise to Abraham that if Abraham did um, what he was supposed to, that God would do what he said he would. And so Abraham, we found yesterday, had to have faith and he had to, or the things that, sorry, the things that God promised Abraham is what we talked about yesterday. And that was, um, he said he will give him a lot of descendants and he will give him um, the, the land. And of course, they said it better than I did, but that's kind of what it is. Um, and then to get those, Abraham had to believe and he had to have faith, right? So what we're going to do now is um, just continue on, and we're going to talk about Abraham leaves Haran, travels to the promised land, which is Canaan. And so um, let's talk about that. It says there are several stories that happen after that, <clears throat> after they get to, um, but we're, um, I guess after the covenant, but we're going to pick back up in Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15 has Abraham in Canaan. This is the story of what we call the Abraham. Abrahamic covenant. Um, I haven't heard that before. Abrahamic covenant, the covenant that God makes with Abraham. And he says, if this were a sermon series on top of the 10, on top of the stories of the Bible, um, this would be the second one after creation. It is a foundational story. So Bill talks about how the Adam and Eve story, the Garden of Eden is a foundational story of the Bible, as is this. And so Genesis 15 is the creation of the covenant between God and Abraham and then between Abraham and his descendants. And so he talks about what is the definition of a covenant. And so talking about the definition, it's a formal agreement between two parties. And um, I believe a covenant now is different than it was in the olden days um, to create one. Um, now, I think when you I think of it more as a contract um, but back in the Bible days, what they would did, what they did is like two kings would get together to have the covenant with each other and this formal relationship. And um, they kind of outline what their privileges are, what their obligations are and how they relate to each other. And they outline all that. So it's just really straightforward and there are no questions. Um, so he says, if you read Genesis 15, verse 7, <clears throat> he says you can see the actual covenant ceremony being acted out. And he says what they do is they take animals. They would take animals. They would cut them in half and they would lay them open. Both kings would walk through the parts of the animal. And so basically that means <clears throat> they're, <clears throat> excuse me, they're saying if I break the conditions of this covenant, may 
what we have done to these animals be done to me. Yikes. So cutting the animal in half, laying it open. If I break this covenant, what is happening to these animals? May it happen to me. Um, and then he says it's a little different in Genesis 15 only because God walks through, but that is the, the covenant ceremony. So the covenant is a formal agreement. You have two parties. They agree on their obligations and their privileges. Um, and so that is what a covenant is. Let's just write that down so we remember, because there are, I feel like, a lot of covenants in the Bible. Um, so today is January 25th. Shaking the table as I write. Hi, Clifton. Um, so covenant equals, um, let's see, formal agreement. Formal agreement. And I'm just going to put um, including obligations and privileges. I kind of think of this is this is a silly thing, but I have friends that um, bought a lake house with multiple group of friends and they put this, I guess they call it a contract together, but it just outlines every single detail, what everybody is responsible for, what everybody gets, how often they get to use it, if something breaks, what happens. And so it's a very specific agreement um, to just keep that relationship going and strong. And so we wrote down a covenant is a formal agreement. Um, including obligations and privileges. And I want to say hi to Natalie and Julie and um, Letty. So good to see you guys. So he says, well, let me pull my timer back up. I lost track of time. Okay, he says, there are certain privileges and obligations within the relationship that Abraham has as part of the covenant. But I'm also going to be talking about a covenantal community because God's covenant is not just with Abraham. So that's an important point to remember, right? That God's covenant is, he talks about it with Abraham, but it's bigger than just Abraham. His formal relationship is with Abraham and his descendants. Um, and so he says, um, let's see, that um, the covenantal community is the group of people who are in relationship to God. So even though, um, God makes his formal relationship with Abraham and his descendants. We kind of are the descendants or the group of people who are in relationship with God. So this covenant kind of applies to us as well. So he says, let's look at Genesis chapter 15, starting at verse 1, because this is the situation that leads up to the covenant ceremony. So it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram, not Abraham yet, Abram, in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. And that means I am your king. I am your protector. Isn't that a great, a great vision, a shield? Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said, oh, Lord God, what will you give? What will you give me? For I continue childless and the heir of my house is Elizar of Damascus. And Abram said, behold, you have given me no offspring and a member of my offspring will be my heir. We are seeing an ancient practice for a childless couple. They would find someone and designate him or her as the heir of their estate, which is what Abraham evidently has done. He has no child. He's getting older. So he found Elizar. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. 
And he brought him outside and said, look toward the heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. God comes back to Abram. Abraham, sorry, Abram has just done some really neat things, um, things of faith. And God says, your reward is going to be great. Can you imagine that? Hearing from God, your reward is going to be great. And then Abram asks him a question. And it, he says, it's really important to understand that Abram's question in verse two does not come out of a lack of faith. In fact, Abram's question comes because he believes God so deeply. When Abraham calls God, my Lord God, it is a very unusual title in Hebrew. It is the title that emphasizes that God is master and Abram is slave. So Abraham has not moved out of his relationship with God. He just does not understand what is happening. It is because he believes in chapter 12 so intently that he is scratching his head and saying, I don't get it, God. I don't understand what's happening. And so um, I'll stop there. But I think that that is a really key point that we don't always have to understand. And we can ask God questions. I think it's so important that um, what Abram does here is he says, you know, God, how am I going to have um, an heir or old and all of that? So he's not questioning um, God or questioning God's motive or anything like that, but he has questions and that's okay. So I think that's a really cool thing to understand. So let's write down our praise and our prayer requests. We already wrote down um, covenant formal agreement, including obligations and privileges. So we're going to write down our praise and our prayer request. All right, let me pray for us. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for the covenant that you made with Abram. Um, and he became Abraham and what that means and that it shows that um, you loved him. Thank you that you told us here that Abram questioned you, but that's okay. Um, we can ask questions. We can not understand. That's typical and it's okay. So thank you, God, for the things that you put in your word that allow us to and help us to understand and, and help us to know that we're okay. In your name we pray, amen. All right. Well, I hope that y'all have a great day and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.